Welcome to Red Light Tonight. This is Shadow. And tonight, we're going to be doing part two of our Tijuana episode. Now, first off, we don't support any underage prostitution or human trafficking. Everything here is between two consenting adults. Names have been changed to protect those involved. All right, let's get started. All right, Chance, let's let's get into the layout of Zona Norte. Explain it to us. Well, like I said earlier in the first episode, um, the different types of girls, different establishments, uh, all over Zona Norte, you'll see streetwalkers. They're just standing, usually with their backs against the wall, sometimes standing in front of a shady hotel. Um, Mermaids, the massage parlor, is across d- directly across the street from Hong Kong, right next door to Tropies or Tropical, Tropical. I call it Tropies. Um, mermaids, the layout of Mermaids is you, uh, you walk in, you sit on a couch. The madame, she, uh, she calls the girls to come and they stand in front of you, usually between eight or ten. Uh, once you choose the one you want, mermaids is a set price. So once you choose the one you want, they say it's $40 for them and then you negotiate with the girl. But if you say, I want the $85 special, then all you do is pay $85. You'll get the girl for an hour and you can have massage and sex during that hour plus the shower. Uh, if you don't, if you don't mention the eighty-five dollars special, then they will sell you on forty dollars uh, for the hour and negotiate with the girl. And if you do it that way, you're going to end up spending more money. So, eighty-five dollars special. Remember that if you're in mermaids, you're in a massage parlor. Eighty-five dollars special. Have you have you gotten the eighty-five dollars special before? Probably about twenty times now. It used to be eighty dollars special. But I would say in twenty around twenty eighteen it went up to eighty five dollars. No, how's the massage? Is this massage man? Is it de- is it a good massage? It, de- it depends on the girl. It's not as good as the massages in th- massages in Thailand. Some girls they give decent massages. Some girls they barely give a massage at all. It really varies from girl to girl, just like performance issues. Um, I've had, as far as the girls in mermaids, I've had. I've had some good experiences. I've had some bad experiences. And one terrible experience. So, uh... Let's save that. You want to save that experience for later? Well, the terrible experience was just the weirdness of the girl. Like, she was very bubbly. Um, The sex was average. The sex sex was okay. But she wanted, like, to lick my belly which I don't know if that was her fetish or her thing or something, but she wanted to lick my belly. And when at this point, this was like 20, 2014, so I was skinny, man. And uh, didn't have a six-pack, but I was skinny. Did not have like a gut or anything. Now I have a gut, so I wonder if she would do the same thing. Never seen her ever again since then, but yeah. Did she lick your belly, man? Yeah, she licked my belly, and I looked at her like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> also in Mermaids, I've had bad experiences where... An incredibly good-looking girl 
but she was so conscious about like keeping everything clean she had put a wet wipe around my penis while we had sex there was a condom and a wet wipe like she she had laid the wet wipe down i don't know if it was a disinfected wipe or, or what it was but it was a big turn off yeah and she wouldn't let me do doggy style we call that the rona special the rona special <laughs> Anyways, all right. So I, I also had a experience where I had like a really a girl who had a really tight vagina, but she she only let me she only did cowgirl. She wouldn't let me like do anything. Just lay there, but she had a really tight vagina. So you let her you let her handle. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't enjoy that experience. I went with someone else. Okay. And that's those those are the nights where I end up getting two or three girls because if I have a bad experience. Okay, so that's mermaids. What uh what other club is there? I've had really good experiences in mermaids though. I can't there's at least Alright, we're still with mermaids. Yeah, we're still on mermaids. <laughs> there's at least uh well here's the thing, when I take people there for their first time, um they're wowed by the beautiful woman in Hong Kong. They're interested in the cheapness of the streetwalkers. But once they get the mermaids, you know, there's no loud music. There's music, but it's not loud, glaring music. There's no negotiation with the girls. You just point and choose. It's kind of like the fishbowl in Thailand. The girls line up in front of you, and you point and choose. So mermaids is very easy. And plus that $85 for an hour, massage and sex, that's a very good deal. Yeah, sounds like a good deal. There's no other... Establishment in Zona Norte that does that? Not in Zona Norte. Throughout the city of Tijuana, yes. I've been to one other one, but you have to ask taxi cab drivers and you have to hope that they know. And I just, I never take that risk. Okay. So I always just stick in Zona Norte because if, if you go to a different one, you know, you're not in the red light district, you don't even know where this taxi, taxi cab is taking you. He might be taking you to like, a cartel-owned place, or he might be taking to you to get robbed. So I always stick to Zona Norte. I have strayed because there's another club near the casino area, but that club never has any good-looking girls. So it's no, I don't even want to bother bringing it up on the podcast. But yeah, Mermaids is very popular because it's so easy. For first-timers, it's just, there's like no pressure. You just point and choose. The simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah, and I've had good experiences there. And I've had very good-looking women there. All right. All right. Um, we done with mermaids? Yeah. Okay. I guess we can start breaking it down club by club. All right, let's break it down club by club. First of all, how many clubs are there? Do you know? I'm only going to bring up the relevant clubs. All right, rather, the ones okay. that matter. Okay, so... Five. Okay, there's five. And these are the best clubs. Yes, the best. The, the five that you, you should bother going into. Okay, what are there, they? There's plenty of them there that they try to lure you in, but you go in there and there's just two god-awful, ugly-looking women, and that's it. So the five that matter are um, Las Chavelas. It's more for locals, but there's a lot of women in there. None of these girls speak English. The music is loudest in this club. 
Prices range uh, from $80 to $100, plus $19 for the room. It seems like in this club, a lot of the customers dance with the girls before taking them upstairs to Mexican music. Hmm. A lot of cumbias are being played. So this is if you want to go in there and like dance and have a good time, drink, and then go and fuck. Seems like this is more like the girlfriend experience, kind of, right? Yeah, kind of. Okay. And then uh, after that would be tropical, tropical. Um, and you call this one tropies? I call it tropies because uh, one of my coworkers uh, calls it tropies, and I had never. First of all, I didn't expect that this guy was going to this place, these type of places, but. Once he brought up tropies, I knew what he meant. Tropies is a small, it's probably the smallest of the re- relevant establishments. But I've had some really good experiences in tropies. One of my top five was in tropies. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, another one of uh, another one of my high-ranking ones. I've had a bunch of really good experiences in tropies. Girls there range from sixty to eighty, sometimes a hundred dollars. The rooms there are. Between thirteen and sixteen dollars in this establishment, um, it changes from the strip club atmosphere to the bar scene atmosphere where customers dance with the girls on the dance floor. But sometimes um, they have the strip club atmosphere where there's a girl on a pole. But there, this is the one place where I saw a straight ten, but never got never got to. A, Experienced her because she was busy the whole night. It's disappointing. Never saw her again. Saw her that one night. Never had the chance. The one that got away. Can't have them all. It's okay. She was blonde. Skinny. Reminded me of Germany from the beginning podcast. Oh, all right, man. All right. Let's, let's, stick to our, let's stick to the club, though. <laughs> Can we... Uh, crap, I got to unbutton my... Uh, I gotta loosen my belt real quick. Hey, okay. Anyways, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, again. Anyways, Tropies is a good one. <laughs> Tropies is a is a nice place to hang out and look for a girl. Plus, all the available girls are like lined up by the door. Um, the next relevant one, Chicago, was irrelevant for a long period of time. It only became relevant within the <coughs> starting in like 2019. Here is strip club atmosphere. There's a lot of girls in here. Um, the lighting is weird. They tend to have um, like the black light going on in there. And uh, I've only I've only been with one woman in here. Price was two hundred. Damn, that's, that's yeah. But she was a lot more. She was really good looking. Okay, so she was she knew she was she set her price. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so Chicago, okay. Any, any anything else you want to add to Chicago or? Yeah, there are some girls in here that are not there to fuck. They're just there to for you to buy them drinks. That's weird. Yeah, there's been a couple girls in there that I've asked, and they're like, "Oh, we're not, we're not there. We just, we're just, you know, buy us drinks, but we won't go upstairs." Maybe, maybe there's guys that go there just to have a conversation with women. They don't. They're not looking for a physical, you know, yeah. experience. More like a more of a mental experience with them. Yeah, there are guys that do that. So maybe that that's what they're there for. Yeah, but just just be warned. Just here's a warning. Just 
you might be disappointed in Chicago. The next one, probably the oldest one, Adelitas. So Adelitas is the might be more popular than Hong Kong. Because when I talk to coworkers or I talk to locals from where we live in LA, they know the name Adelitas because it's been there for so long. Anyways, Adelitas is a strip club environment. Prices range from 60 to 100 bucks. Hotel here is $17. Um, the quality in Adelitas has, uh, has dropped yeah. in the past couple of years. Um, when I first started going, uh, it seemed like Adelitas was one of the ones I choose the most. But since, I don't think I've chosen a girl in Adelita in the last three years. That bad, huh? Yep, since Rita and Skeeter got fat. Yeah, they, Rita and Skeeter from the beginning podcast. They're, they're identical twins that hung out in Adelita's. Very pretty, but I guess they both got pregnant at the same time. I don't know, because they, they're pretty big now. Well, okay. So, Adelita's, not so good. All right, what's, what's the next clip? The one, the only, uh, Hong Kong. Oh, okay. So this is, I'm guessing, the way you brought it up, it's the best one, right? The one, the only Hong Kong. Is this the best one? Yeah, I can't praise Hong Kong enough, man. This is a place you walk in, and there's literally hundreds of beautiful women. Strip club environment. There's so many girls on the poles. There's poles everywhere. Um, the women here are the best-looking not only in TJ, but the best looking in Mexico. As I've learned from my travels to Nogales and Laredo, that every time places, small time places like that get a attractive women, they send her to TJ. They tell her, you're going to make a lot more money in TJ than you would in some, you know, hot town down in Texas. Or near near the Texas border. Go to go to the San Diego border. You make your money. So all the best looking women in Mexico, they make their way to Hong Kong. So Hong Kong is where it's at. Yes, I've I would say of my two hundred plus prostitutes, probably about one hundred and twenty of them, one hundred and thirty of them have been from Hong Kong. Spent a lot of money in this place. Prices range from eighty to a hundred bucks, you know. And lately, I haven't been able to get anybody to go under a hundred bucks. I don't negotiate, but there hasn't been anybody that said under a hundred bucks lately. And it's usually nineteen for the room now, and one dollar to tip the person who has to clean up uh, the room when you're done. The next thing is, they clean up like once you're done, they clean up the room right. Right away. You give them $1, they go clean up the room, which is it's comforting to know, right, that these rooms get cleaned. I guess, yeah, absolutely. Um, for I guess for a returning customer like yourself, mm-hmm. you know, is there like a loyalty program you signed up with them like, by any chance? They or? have a membership thing, which gives you uh, no cover charge. Every now and then there's a, there's a buy one drink minimum, but if you have their membership card, you don't have to buy that drink. Uh, other than that, having that membership card doesn't really do anything. Gives you a little bit more time in the hotel. Oh, okay. Well, 
But Hong Kong is a place where they have a hot tub, like on the floor, in the club. So guys can go and get in a hot tub in public. When usually two other girls get in there. I, I've seen plenty of guys get in there. Like with clothes on, or do they have? Do they? No, come? they make them get down to their boxers. Hmm. But just how gross that hot tub must be. I know all those <laughs> juices. Blowing around. Oh, my goodness. Hong Kong's also the place where it seems like every time I'm there, on the second, on the third floor stage and on the backstage on the first floor, there's always two girls up there fucking each other with dildos. <laughs> what? And they always have, like, whipped cream all over them and they're licking each other off with whipped cream. It's, they put on the shows in Hong Kong. They have the main stage where there's one performer. Then they have, like, the trio of poles near the entrance where there's usually like four or five girls. Every bar has poles on it. So there's girls standing on the, on the bars dancing. Um, when you enter the club, directly to your right is a staircase that goes to the second floor. If you pass that staircase and look more to the right, you see some restrooms. Past the restrooms, there's a little small entrance to the Miami room. If you go into the Miami room, there's a whole new music that's played in the Miami room. There's its own stage, and it seems like a more relaxed atmosphere. I don't know. I spent time in the Miami room. Same girls go between the rooms, but it's just like a different hidden spot in the club. Usually five or six girls are in there. If, uh, If you're still on the first floor and you keep going straight, you'll pass... The main stage, you go up a ramp, you get to the backstage where the girls are always doing lesbo action. There's the back bar with more stripper poles. On the second floor, there's just a bunch of tables that people sit at. Lots of girls like to hang up on the or hang out on the second floor though. Third floor is usually open only open on Fridays and Saturdays. They'll have more shows, more tables. And every now and then they open up the secret patio, which no, like it took me years to find a secret patio, but it's, it's on the second floor right near the entrance. There's like a little doorway, skinny doorway. You go up and like the lighting changes, the music changes and different type of seating. And there's like one stage up there, usually only two or three girls up there, but I don't know. Is that like an exclusive area, or can anybody? No, anybody go? can go up there. It's just kind of—it's very secretive. Yep. Hmm. A lot of little Easter eggs around Hong Kong, huh? Yeah, man, I hate I hate this coronavirus because I want to go now. Every time I talk about it for a prolonged period of time, I want to go. Well, they serve food at Hong Kong. <laughs> I like getting the. Uh, the the papas and uh, I forget I don't know I just it's I get shrimp and fries. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Is is it good food? The food? Uh, how it's is, okay. Is it? Right. Can you, is that like bar food or? I've never had strip strip club food, but don't don't knock strip club food. There's some strip clubs in our local area that serves pretty good steaks. Oh yeah. See, I don't know. I, I hear they're affordable though. Mm-hmm. You know. That's how they drive. I hear that's the, how they the drive food, in. The food is okay. Yeah, I usually order. Well, I haven't ordered food in a while, but usually I order the food, and instead of getting alcohol for myself, I buy like a like a quart of pineapple juice. 
You eat pineapple juice. Yeah, pineapple juice. It's good. Tastes. It's it's good. Mixes juices. well with sex. I mean, I, I didn't and know here that, in Hong okay. Kong, this is where you have the best girlfriend experiences. Yeah, like you'll sit down. If the girl, a lot of these girls speak English. If they don't, a lot of times they'll just pull out their phones and you have the Google Translate. Let's stop here for a commercial. All right, this broadcast has been brought to you by us, Red Lights and Night. Now, if you have any questions regarding the show or would like to give us any feedback, feel free to email us. Our email is redlighttonightpodcast at yahoo.com. Also, if you're interested in visiting Zona Norte and it's going to be your first time going there and a little nervous, email us. Red Light Tonight Podcast at Yahoo.com. My boy Chance goes there often and he can help you out. All right, now let's get back to it, Chance. That was a, quite of a, an abrupt break there. Wouldn't you say so? Nature calls. Okay, it's all good. All right, well, anyways, um, continue. Yeah, let's talk about Hong Kong, right? Yep. Hong Kong. I don't know what else to say about Hong Kong. I think I said most of everything, right? Um, I, I can harp more on the quality. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the girlfriend experience. Yes. Girlfriend experience in Hong Kong. So there's been girls where I've sat and I've literally talked with them for hours uh, before going up. Here's the thing. When you're in Hong Kong and you get a girl to sit with you, you have to buy her a drink. And these drinks are usually like nine bucks. And as soon as she's done drinking it, she's going to leave unless you buy her another one or you take her upstairs. It's just the house rule. You can't just have a girl sitting with you and... Conversating. And conversating, yeah. As soon as their drink gets empty, they want another one because that's how they get paid other than sex. They get paid by how many drinks that the girls sell. So once it's getting empty, the waiters, they're watching you like hawks. They'll come by as soon as it's getting empty and they'll ask, do you want to buy her another one? If you say no, then she'll usually politely get up and leave. Before, but, you know, but you, you could, she won't even say, like, okay, well, are you going to take me upstairs or no? Or well, yeah, a lot of times they'll ask, well, do you want to go to the hotel? Yeah. And from there, it's either yes or no. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, when but when you do buy a drink, uh, a lot of times, you know, it's like uh, it's like a lap dance at an American strip club where they're sitting on your lap. Half of them dance. You feel all. You feel up on. <laughs> you feel up on the girls. It's it's way more exciting than a American lap dance. Or a Californian lap dance. Just buying them a drink. A $9 drink. And you get them for like... usually takes them like 10 minutes to drink that. That's good to know. Um, so I have, I have a story here. Before you, you, you start your story, I want to ask you. So I'm curious. When you had this hour-long conversation with this... Were you, were you constantly buying her drinks? Yeah. Okay. It was like seven or eight drinks. That conversation must have been good, huh? And we had so much, we had such a good time that we met up afterwards, like mm. outside the club. Only one time I've ever done that. It was with uh, my number one all time, my all time favorite. Um, her stage name was Venus, and her but her 
Yeah, she gave me her real name. No need to bring it up. But anyways, um, yeah, she was beautiful. And uh, she was visiting from Guadalajara. And uh, yeah, she was amazing. Like from my ranking scale, 10 all the way across. Second tightest vagina I've ever explored too. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Titus was in trophies. But Venus was number two. But her performance was way better. She looked amazing. And she is a, she's one of the few girls who's gave me a passionate blowjob. Like, in a porn, sometimes you just see a girl, like, you know, just bobbing her head, like, all mechanically... But there are some girls out there that, like, worship it. Like, they're trying all these different tricks, and it's, it's just always better. They, they, it looks like they love it, because they probably do love it. Probably. I, I, can't, I can't speak on their behalf, but okay. <laughs> I've had a prostitute told me that she loves sucking dick so much that she sucked it for free. Most of the time. I mean, I guess, I guess so. Well, do you like going down on women? Yeah, I do. Okay, well then it's just like that. Some girls like going down, some don't. There are some girls in the, in, in Zona Norte that won't go down on you. Anyways, my story. Yeah, let's get to your story. So, (laughs) I had two buddies. uh, Okay, one was my cousin who were virgins. They were young, um, early 20s. And one night, me and a bunch of friends and my two cousins, we were, we were partying up in San Diego, and we decided to show them Zona Norte. So we all went down. Uh, there was five of us. And, uh, no, there was six of us, but the sixth guy, I didn't really know. It's really funny with the sixth guy, though. So it was my first time reading it. Okay. This... So anyways, we sit down. I'm having the most fun. I have two girls. The whole night, I have these same two girls sitting on my lap. I end up taking both of them up there. Um, my cousin and his friend, they both lose their virginity. And, you know, the way they did it was discreetly. They kind of, like, snuck off. You know, we're all sitting at the table having a good time. We look around. Where, where, where's Cousin Joe? <laughs> Okay, I guess. And he came back with a huge smile. So we knew what happened. Anyways, um, so I had one buddy there who wasn't partaking. He's married. You know, his wife would probably be very upset if she knew she, he went. Right. But anyways, he was sitting there. He was buying all the girls' drinks to sit on everybody else's lap. He didn't have any girls sitting on his lap, but he was just, he had money. So he was buying drinks for everybody. Oh, that's a nice guy. Yeah, well, nice what, what ended up happening was he started sharing a cigarette with one of the girls on my lap. Anyways, later on in the night, oh, um, no, don't tell me. I took the first girl up, and then I take this girl up, and uh, she was kind of freaky. Like usually, you have sex with someone, you finish in the condom. Maybe you pull out, but you still finish in a condom. You always finish in the condom, and you don't want that shit getting everywhere. It's gross. Anyways, before we did anything, she told me she wanted me to orgasm on her face. 
And I had, I had done that before, but not in Zona Norte. And I thought that was really gross. But whatever, I did it. I orgasmed on her face, in her mouth. It was a big one. So, you know, it was like a, what do you call it, a facial in porn? I guess, yeah. Yeah, it was a facial in porn. She wiped it off, rinsed her face. I don't remember if she used soap. But anyways, we went back downstairs. And the first thing she did was she, that buddy was buying drinks. She took a hit on his cigarette and gave it right back. So funny. And on the way home, he's like, uh, dude, I probably shouldn't have shared that cigarette after you took that girl up. And I was like, oh, yeah, probably shouldn't have. It was, I don't know. Hilarious story for me. Uh, kind of gross, but I guess it's kind of funny. <laughs> Anyways, so the guy I didn't know, okay? We'll call him Special K. Special K, all right. All right. Okay. Anyways, he didn't have no money, so he couldn't take a girl up. But my friend who was spending money, he purchased uh, a drink for a girl, this, and for, so Special K can have someone sitting on his lap. This girl sat down on his knee, right? And she screamed, not in terror, but like a startled scream, like, whoa! And she felt his knee, and we all looked at what she was feeling at. This dude was a mandingo. A mandingo? Yeah, man, his... What's a mandingo? (laughs) You could see the outline of his now, like, semi-hard dick had reached all the way to his knee. So this thing was like, what, 12, 13 inches long? And she showed it to the other girls. All the girls took turns grabbing at it. And then my buddy was buying drinks for everybody. He asked one of the girls, would you you go with that? And she she shook her head like, hell no, I think it's too big. Destroy her, huh? Uh, Kind of envy special K. But then again, I kind of don't because like you're that big. Girls are terrified. You have nothing to say? I have nothing to say about that. I don't... Uh. All right. Let's move away from Special K. Let's... Um, how do you get to... Oh, my God. I'm so distracted right now. <laughs> All right. How do you get to Zona Norte from the border? Very simple. It's uh, a $5 taxi ride. You should six with tip, tip a dollar. So once you cross the border on foot, um, you'll walk and there's a bunch of taxis. Don't go to the first ones. The first ones are gonna choose you, they're gonna charge you $10 <coughs> plus tip. If you wait till you get to the actual street, there's a bunch of taxis there. You tell the driver Hong Kong, <laughs> he says okay. It's a quick like three minute drive to, um, Zona Norte, $5, $1 tip. Uh, Hong Kong does offer a free shuttle, but if you take the free shuttle, it's a limousine. <coughs> it's really nice, and it is free, but once you get out, the driver's sitting there with his hand out expecting a tip. And my guess is a $5 tip is not going to do it, so... I would stay away from that free shuttle. I've taken it once, and I ended up tipping the guy like 15 bucks when I could have taken a $5 cap. Uh, there's a second option. You can actually walk to Zona Norte from the border. It takes about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, during the daytime, there's 
lots of tourists. So it's very, you know, a popular walk. At night, it's pretty scary. But if, you, if you're up for some adventure, you know, walking through uh, Tijuana, two o'clock in the morning, I've done it probably like 30 or 40 times now. Never had an issue. But the only time I do it is when I spend all my money in Zona Norte and have to walk back. It happens. It happens. It happens, yeah. But you, I'm saying, but I'm guessing you have no regrets, right? No, no there's sometimes when I do have regrets. Oh, do you? You want a bad Zona Norte story? Like a bad with the women? Yeah, let's hear okay. a bad story. So one time... I'm tired of all this goody two-shoe stuff. Just kidding. One time I went and I... Uh, I got a girl from the Las Chavelas, the loud local bar. And she was very pretty. Her effort was really good. She had body odor, though. You, smell, you could smell the must. I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. I don't know. But when there was sex, there was must. Anyways, I, oh. I finished. Okay? But it wasn't a great experience. And I decided I was going to go again. And I went into Hong Kong, saw this bitchy-looking woman that looked really hot. Had legs for days. Like, these flaw, flawless... Pale, muscular legs that were like, not like bodybuilder legs, but like a feminine, femininely, femininely toned muscular, muscular legs. They were beautiful legs. Big tits. I'm not really a big tit guy. But anyways, I went with her. She looked like a bitch. She had that face that looked like a bitch. Anyways, this was one of the very first times where, <laughs> oh, this is, this, I don't want to, shit. I went flaccid during the sex, during the sex. I don't know, she just wasn't so, wasn't that good that I went flaccid. You know, Shadow, I delete this story, okay? Okay. All right, we good? Yeah. Anyways, um, so a bad story. All right. There was one time I went to Hong Kong and uh, I spent all my money. Like, every last dollar. Anyways, I had come back. This is when I was still married. I know, a piece of shit that I am. I come back, and not one, but two of my tires are flat. And I have a spare for one, but two tires are flat. This is a late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning. So nothing was open. I ran to the nearest tire shop, and they were closed until Monday morning. So I go back to the car. I'm depressed because I'm thinking, this is it. This is when I get caught. There's no way to explain this. I'm going to... Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what am I doing? Five minutes from the border. <laughs> Not even park, literally parked at the border. And uh, I had a piece of shit 92 Camry. So, like, I was risking it. That car could have broken down at any time. But anyways, here I am. Two flat tires. Well, now one flat tire. And I call up the tow truck, and the dude said it was going to be about $500 for him to tow me up back to L.A. And he w- it was going to take him 40 minutes to get from where he was to get to me. And I agreed to it because... I agreed to it. 
And uh, he was on his way. And I sat there just depressed at my car because how am I going to hide a $500 bill? You were still going to get caught, I'm guessing. I'm I was pretty sure I was going to get caught. Yeah. Anyways, as I was sitting there, I see a guy enter the parking lot who I had seen earlier in Hong Kong. And we had made eye contact in the club. Nothing weird or anything. Not Nothing like, hey, what's up? It was just we had made eye contact in the club. Um, at the time, I had the Fu Manchu thing going on. You know uh, what that I is? I remember. Yeah. You know, the Asian, the evil Chinaman mustache? Yeah. Anyways, I see this guy walking, and he's walking to the same exact model of car that I have. An old piece of shit Camry. <laughs> I walk up to the dude, and I say, man, I'll pay you 50 bucks for your spare. And he looked at me, looked at my car, he gave me the spare for free. I put on the spare, drove home, made it home on time. He was like, I, never I've been in your, he's like, I, 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 I've been in your situation, just take He it. didn't say that. He didn't even talk all that much. He was an Asian dude, too. Yeah, but he was, he probably knows. I, I know the feeling. Well, he, he knew the feeling. Uh, yeah. That, well, damn, that's. I mean, I guess that's a that's a bad story that turned good real quick. Yeah, I've also have a, an experience where I was standing in line to get back into the U.S. and I was there on a Sunday, so the line was really long. And the guy standing behind me started talking to me randomly, telling me he uh, that I needed to stop doing what I was doing because I was going to lose everything, and he's told me his sad personal story where he was married, he had kids, he found Zona Norte, he got addicted to it, he started going every fucking night and spending... Take out the cursing. Alright? Okay. I don't need to be cursing like that. Well, he goes, he was going every night, he got addicted to it, family found out, lost his family, now he lives in Zona Norte and works in the U.S., but he's still addicted. Dang. So some people risk it all for Zola Norte. Not even risk it all. He lost it all. Lose it all for Zola Norte. Yeah. It's... Now I'm making it sound like a bad place. I'm not, it's not a... It's a place where you, It's like gambling. You can get addicted to it. It's a very fun place. Yeah. Okay. Is it possible to drive to Zona Norte? From San Diego, yes. Uh, once you cross the border at San Ysidro, it's about a three-minute drive. Basically, it's one, two, three, four, five left turns, and you're there. Um, but coming back takes a long time because you have to wait in line and the, the car line is always longer than the pedestrian also when you're driving your, your own car the cops might pull you over oh, oh that, 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 I didn't think about that is, is it that corrupt it's yeah. not that corrupt but if you have California plates you're more likely to get pulled over random drug check uh, I've, you know there's that common story that they're going to plant stuff on you I've been pulled over twice. They never planned on anything on me. They never asked me for money. I've been stopped walking on the street once, 
They patted me down, asked if I had drugs. I said no, asked what I was there. I'm there to see the girls. And they didn't ask for money. They just let me go. That's good to know. And coming back across the border, I'm always honest with the uh, the Border Patrol. They always ask me, what did you do? Why were you in Mexico? Why were you visiting Mexico? And I always straight up say, I visited the red light district. And usually once I answer that way, there's no follow-up questions. They send me on my way. Do the, do the women Border Patrol agents, do they give you like a, a nasty look? No, all of them have been very professional. No, there was one guy um, when I was driving back. I had my car seats in the back. And he looked at the car seats and he looked at me. He goes, well, you have children? You're in the red light district? And I had to look at him. And I said, yeah, I'm divorced. And then he nodded his head and sent me through. He was, that was the only time someone had ever asked me something extra because I had my car seats in the back. Oh, I thought maybe they were going to say, like, are you holding drugs or something? Because I've, I've already had that drug mules put drugs in there in car seats. But anyways, that's, that's a different topic. Um, all right. So I think that covers it all. What do you think, Chance? There is so much more to say about Zona Norte, but yeah, I think we're done with today's episode. All right. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this, this episode of Zona Norte. Again, you could email us if you have any questions regarding the episode or any, any feedback you want to give us. Again, the email is redlighttonightpodcast at yahoo.com. Any last comments? Yes. I would like to add that we're first-time podcasters. We basically started doing this at the beginning of coronavirus 2020. We had no previous experience doing this. So if, if, uh, if we're not doing a great job, email us and give us some pointers on how we can Yeah, call us out on it. Yeah. You know, we'll take the criticism, good or bad. All right. Um, so are we going to do random talk of the day? Nah, I think, I think we've, we've re- we reached. This is a pretty long episode, so I think we should just cut it for tonight. I had a rant about... Okay, fine. All right. Have a good one, guys.